We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to episode number 12 of Fantasy Bites. I'm your host, Joe Bartle. The podcast, it's undergoing a little bit of maintenance recently, and it's going to be designed to help you, the listener. With so many sports right now in full swing, and frankly, with such a frenetic and crazy pace of news right now, I'll be focusing on really quick snippets of information for a number of different sports and having that information guided by a number of guests. It's a work in progress right now, but I think in the end, it's going to be the best course of action, especially in these COVID-related times. Up first is an overview of the Cardinals' ever-changing bullpen situation with Eric Haltman breaking everything down. Without further ado, enjoy. All right, Eric, so... The Cardinals bullpen was a question for a lot of different fantasy owners entering the season. I feel like it's only gotten a bigger question mark at this point with the, with the return of a few key players. Kim is kind of factoring in as well. What do you see going on with the Cardinals bullpen to start the season? Yeah, so the official position seems to be that it's still Quang Kyung Kim as the closer. Uh, he was somebody they brought in out of Korea uh, over the offseason, and he's been almost strictly uh, third uh, throughout his professional career over there. And it wasn't clear what his role was going to be when they brought him in, but then given that they lost uh, so many players, they lost Jordan Hicks, they weren't expected to have Hicks for long. Um, he underwent Tommy John surgery back in last June, so if they were going to get him at all this year, it was going to be for only part of the year. But he elected to opt out. Uh, due to concerns about his uh, type 1 diabetes, making him a uh, high risk uh, with regards to the coronavirus. Uh, Giovanni Gallegos was supposed to be the next guy. Um, he was the one being drafted as if he was a true closer back in March before all the shutdown. But then he wasn't able to arrive at camp until the very last minute. Um, 
it didn't seem like he ever tested positive for the virus. It more had to do with travel concerns coming from his uh, home country of Mexico. And so he wasn't named the closer heading into the year. And to be fair, he never actually was named the closer. He was being drafted as if he was going to be uh, based on his skills, but um, they never officially gave him the role. So they gave Kim the role with pretty much no other top options there. Uh, And he got the first save on opening day, but it wasn't a good one. Uh, He allowed a couple runs, one of them unearned, but it was far from a convincing performance. But the official position is it's still his job, even though Gallegos is now back. He has made one appearance in a lower leverage, lower leverage role. Uh, but the official position is it's still Kim's job, so we have to kind of wait and see how long that remains true. It's not necessarily the setup that makes the most sense, but you have to at least believe what the team says about its own plans for the time being, I think. Well, with the return of Gallegos, like, what, what are we anticipating – if he gets transitioned or put into that closer role, like what would the time frame be? Or is it just a matter of, we have to wait till Kim ends up playing his way out of that position. I, like, of course the Cardinals acquired him. It felt like in the off season with the uh, understanding that he'd be the fifth starter for the team. So for him to be the closer, it, it's clear that the, the St. Louis organization has had different plans and had to adjust with their bullpen throughout this tumultuous uh, start to the season. Right, there's an analogous situation somewhat in Houston where Roberto Osuna, uh, who also seemed to be delayed due to something in Mexico, I think the story was that he just wasn't able to stay in game shape uh, during the shutdown period while he was at home, and he wasn't supposed to close at the start of the year, but it only took him one low-leverage relief appearance before he became the closer. Of course, it's a little different there because he was the clear closer uh, heading into the year. It was more just, uh, we're going to give you an outing or two until you're ready to go, whereas Gallegos has never actually been the guy. He just looked like he was supposed to be the guy. Uh, So there's a chance that the Cardinals just keep it with him until he pitches his way out of the job. I think from a skill standpoint, Gallegos is definitely the guy who looks most like a closer. If you look at his numbers last year, they're basically closer numbers, even though he only saved one game. It was a 231 ERA a 33.3% strikeout rate, a 5.7% walk rate. Uh, if you look at some guys who have similar strikeout and walk numbers last year, you're looking at guys like Taylor Rogers, who did close for the Twins, uh, Seth Lugo and Ryan Presley, who aren't closers, but are some of those top non-closing relievers that generate some fantasy interest even when they don't get saved. So he very much has the profile, at least from last year, of the kind of guy you'd expect to be pitching in the late innings. Uh, but again, it's the fact that he never was guaranteed that job at any point. means I don't think we can automatically assume it's his right away. Uh, but he has to be considered one of the top non-closing relievers at the moment. And there's still definitely a good chance he takes over the role at some point, really at any point, really, that Kim struggles. Is there anybody like Ryan Helsley or certainly like Andrew Miller who had his heyday with the Indians and Yankees that could factor in there too? I've been particularly impressed with Helsley and I think he could be an option for that Cardinals closing job if Kim struggles or if they don't want to go with Legos or something like that. But is it a matter of if you are in a fantasy league that just does saves, not holds or anything that just saves, drop those guys, no reason to speculate. It's just a two horse race. Uh, it's a good question. Helsley was considered to be in the mix uh, back in March, back when people were drafting Gallegos as if he was the closer, despite not being named one. But Helsley was right up there in the mix. Um, 
I don't see a big reason why they would give it to him over Gallegos, uh, given that, again, he doesn't have the track record either, and he wasn't as good as Gallegos was. Uh, he had a ERA under three, but his whip was over four. Pretty low strikeout rate, 20.9% strikeout rate is a few ticks below league average, which is definitely not closer material, though he does have a fastball that sits in the high 90s. So there's definitely something there. Uh, he also had strikeout rate over 26% in the minor leagues. That was mostly as a starter, so you figure that might pick up a bit more. Uh, so we haven't really shown closer numbers yet. So in my mind, he's definitely behind Gallegos. But if you're in a league deep enough where you, you know multiple non-closing relievers are worth speculating on, uh, he's definitely in that mix given how up in the air the situation seems to be. Andrew Miller, you got to you know consider him somewhat in there. He did say six games last year, and he's obviously done it in the past. Uh, but he's clearly not what he once was. He used to strike out like 40% of guys. He's been under 30% the last two years, which is still good. Uh, but this is not by any means vintage Andrew Miller. So I think they'll probably keep him more as that top lefty who could get some saves uh, if there happens to be some top lefties uh, hitting for the other team in the ninth inning. But I wouldn't consider him necessarily a top candidate at the moment. Is there any other teams that are going to be successful or have plans of being successful. I'm not talking about uh, the Tigers or Royals or something like that. Any other teams that are going to be successful that have as tumultuous of a bullpen or at least late in a bullpen situation as the Cardinals. Like I want to, I'm none come to mind right now, which is why we're focusing on St. Louis, but maybe there's some other guys you could speculate on too, for these good teams that could emerge as the closer by the end of the season. The Rays would be a prime example, um, but the problem with them is you don't necessarily expect them to have a real closer. Uh, Oliver I was Drake, going to say, I already have so many uh, headaches from uh, this COVID period. I don't need to add more by trying to figure out the Rays' bullpen. Exactly. Yeah, Oliver Drake has two saves for them, but they're both uh, with three-run leads. And if you look at the leverage numbers, uh, three-run lead in the ninth inning is actually a pretty low-leverage situation. Uh, at least compared to what most closers usually pitch in. So tough to figure that one out, but that's definitely the most up in the air off the top of my head among the good teams. All right. Well, that's good. Uh, I'm glad we were able to kind of give a breakdown of the Cardinals closing situation. And of course in this season, everything can change so fast. So it was good to have you on Eric and give us a bit of a breakdown while you could. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. That does it for us in episode number 12 of the show. Special thanks as always to the racing pulses for lending their music as well as Eric Haltman for hopping on and tackling some of the difficult questions related to the Cardinals' bullpen. Stay tuned for another episode hitting the airwaves in the near future. Thanks for listening. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire.
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.